0: on Texans your
1: daily Houston Texans podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
0: welcome in ladies and gentlemen to another installment of locked on Texans the daily podcast covering the Houston Texans every single day and as always I'm your host Texans reporter for ESPN Houston Cody Davis along with my partner in crime
1: John some sports guy Hickman you're a locked on Texans football analyst it's monday and for the first time in a decade jj watt will not open this season as a houston texan uh, a lot of mixed reviews out there none of which none of the mixed reviews are about jj it's, it's all about the business side of things and why we're here at this point point. and so i also want to put this out before we have this entire show JJ Watt was on board to return for next season because he believed with the right GM and head coach of Deshaun Watson being happy, they could turn this thing around. So remember that JJ didn't necessarily, until the last couple of months, want to be out of Houston. So we're going to talk about the release and we're going to, you know, discuss our initial thoughts. And then moving forward along in the show, we will be discussing what the release means for the team, uh, the money, and how this affects, you know, what's going on on the field uh, moving forward and off the field issues as well. Then we're going to end the show off with J.J. Watt's legacy and how much he means to Houston. But, you know, Cody, my initial thoughts was, I know you could have gotten some picks back for that J.J. Watt trade. It wasn't My initial thoughts wasn't, Jack used to be, has ruined and we can't do anything. It wasn't anything Jack used to be related. It was, I think we all should have known this was coming. Like, this was obvious. He was too quiet. And the Texans just released him. And now they decide to do things in a in football decision manner, like now you want to go ahead and release him because of what he means to the city and not try to get picks back for that. I thought that was very odd. I thought with a new GM and a new head coach, and honestly, if you're rebuilding, you can't let somebody like J.J. Watt just go. I don't know what's worse, letting J.J. Watt go for absolutely nothing or the Jadavian Clowney trade. Um, that's, that's just my opinion on that, but we knew this was coming. It wasn't a shocker. I think to see JJ Watt leave the biggest disappointment is not what we saw this past year, right? This past year was so full of chaos. JJ Watt's biggest disappointment and not because of him, just because of how things worked out is never really seeing further in the playoffs like you should have. Right, he played with Matt Schaub, Arian Foster, uh, Andre Johnson. They had some great defenses, and they had some great offenses. And it just seems like here is another player that we can add to the list of great Houston athletes that just couldn't get there because of behind-the-scenes things, like what's not what's going on off the field, what's going on off the court, things of that nature. So it's it's just. It's one of those where how how did you now decide to do something honorable in, a, in making this football decision and how could you not get any picks back? You're losing J.J. Watt. Somebody would have given you a late round pick that would have helped with your uh, draft capital or lack thereof. Well, first and foremost, let me just say this. It really
0: doesn't matter if they would have traded him or granted his wish for a release at the end of the day it's really just sad to see how J.J. Watt's career as a Houston Texan ended because think about it John and listeners our lasting image of Watt in a Houston Texan jersey is him walking side by side with Deshaun Watson saying I'm sorry I'm sorry that we wasted one of your years That is a sad image for somebody who is the greatest player in this franchise history. Now, of course, after the news broke, there was this big uproar on the Houston Texans should have traded him. Why didn't the Texans trade him like you, John? The Texans have put themselves in a position where they're damned if they do, damned if they don't. Because if they would have traded him, then we would be sitting here having the same conversation. But reverse, people would have been saying, oh, they should have released him. Let him have 100% control on where he wants to go. This is how these things normally work. However, I would say that the Texans actually did right by releasing J.J. Watt other than trading him. Because there's two different ways I'm looking at this from. One, was the texans even going to get equal value for watt understand he is not the guy who took home three defensive player of the year honors but at the end of the day you're still looking at a really good matter of fact a damn good defensive end and i'm pretty sure if watt goes to a team where he's a not carrying the burden of the defense like he was last year here and two you put him in the right system you put him with the right defensive scheme I'm pretty sure J.J. Watt could average 10 or more sacks again at least one more time before he calls it quits. So let's say if they would have traded him to any team and got back a fifth or a sixth round pick. You know, how bad would that pick look for Houston? Because regardless of what they would have gotten back, they are giving up the best player in the deal, which means nine times out of 10, they are losers in this trade. And two, whatever team would have acquired Watt they was going to have to find a way to fit his 17 and a half million dollars that he was due for this upcoming season they was going to have to find a way to fit that contract into their salary cap i'm pretty sure majority of the team that watt would like to go to cannot afford him and i understand they could have traded him and whatever team acquired him could have revamped his contract just like we saw the Baltimore Ravens do when they acquired Calais Campbell over from the Jacksonville Jaguars but at the end of the day that still would have put a team in a situation where they might have passed up on Watt rather they revamped his contract or not due to their salary cap and then and then for JJ Watt that would have put him in a position where he could have missed out on a team or a destination that he really wanted to go to i.e the Pittsburgh Steelers everyone knows that Watt wants to play with his brothers in Pittsburgh But heading into the 2021 season, Pittsburgh has one of the highest payrolls in the league. There is no way in hell that they could have fit J.J. Watt's contract in their current salary cap space. Which means if the Texans would have went the route to trade Watt, there's no way in hell he would have ended up in Pittsburgh. John and listeners, I understand your frustration for those of you who believe that the Texans should have traded Watt. But it's just a little bit too much of a risk factor now Watt has total control on where he wants to go, who he wants his next coach, who he wants his teammates to be. He has total control on making that decision for him. And besides, at the end of the day, it was actually best for the Texans to do right by J.J. Watt, at least for this one time. Because not only did the Texans waste his entire season, but they had wasted his entire career. And we're looking at one of the best
1: defensive players of all times. Did they owe him that right? Yes. But... You don't let him walk for nothing. Is it a gamble? It's going to be a gamble if J.J. Watt goes somewhere and he's actually productive. That's going to be a gamble. So, of course, it's all about a gamble, but you should want more odds on your side to win. They need it. They need it. And some playoff championship contending team will also need J.J. Watt's services. So if they're going to get somebody they need, Houston should have gotten some type of compensation back for J.J. Watt's and their needs. The odds for the Steelers getting JJ Watt is the highest right now, followed by the Buccaneers, the Ravens, and the Green Bay Packers. I'd personally like to see him in Pittsburgh with both of his brothers, but playing for your hometown may top it. Either way, if you want to bet the Steelers or if you want to bet the Packers, you can and you can make you some money off of it. Bet online. The fastest and easiest way to place your bet on all of your sports action. Listen, football may be over, but you still have the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing. BetOnline even covers TV shows, award shows, and reality TV, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all of the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bet, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. online, your online sportsbook experts. The promo code LOCKEDON. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski, host of Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all of the sports you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On today wherever you get your podcast.
0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Locked On Texans. Only on the Locked On Podcast Network, Cody Davis Johnson, sports guy Hickman. ESPN's Louis Riddick might have had the best tweet to represent how bad the Texans have fallen in a span of, let's say, less than 24 months. On Friday, he tweeted, quarterback, pass rushers, cornerback, offensive tackle, wide receiver the top five most important positions on a 53-man roster. At the beginning of 2017, Houston had all pro slash future pro bowlers at four of the five positions. They now have traded away two, another has asked to be traded, and another has been granted his release. Out of all the tweets and all the takes that I saw on Friday, John and listeners, that one literally hurt my soul. Just thinking about where this team was two, three years ago. The future looks so promising. I was under the belief when the Texans got to the 2021 season, we will be battling for the AFC championship along with Kansas City, along with the Baltimore Ravens, along with New England because Tom Brady was still over there at the time. And now... We're looking at a rebuild. A rebuild, by the way, that doesn't look too promising given all the foolishness that's going on with this organization as of right now. However, on the flip side of things, regardless how you feel about it, you have to move on. And I'm hoping that this rebuild is better than what I'm expecting. However, I just don't know if it's going to be. And I hope this is not a situation where the Texans turn into, let's say, the Cleveland Browns and it's like 15, 20 years before you get back to the playoffs. And with that being said, we all know that How after how bad last year was, we knew that the Texans and JJ Watt were going to go their separate ways nine times out of ten this offseason. They released them, and the best part about this release is the fact that they were able to free up seventeen and a half million dollars in cash space. Now for a team who was in salary cap hail And for a team who needs a lot of talented guys to come in and fill several holes within their position, I'm not too sure that the Texans are in a position where they can put to good use that $17.5 million. Because when free agency opens up, I'm not too sure if we're going to have a lot of people who want to sign here in Houston. You're looking at a situation where the Texans might be signing a bunch of scraps, the leftovers that nobody wanted to sign in free agency, which means... Your 2021 Texans, nine times out of 10, is going to be a bunch of band of misfits.
1: Well, I wouldn't say that. They'll get some players in here because of the coaching staff that they're putting together. So they're going to have players that are going to want to play ball, that can play some ball, um, whether or not Deshaun is here. But I think the J.J. Watt trade does affect, not, not necessarily Deshaun Watson, but it does affect the locker room. Because you're releasing a, a team captain, somebody that we've we've heard the reports of him actually going back and forth with his head coach because god damn it, he wants to win. So they're losing that kind of guy. Who's in their locker room right now that actually wants to stay? Like that that's how the releasing, like guys are happy for JJ. Some of those guys are probably like, man, I'm happy for you. I wish I could be with you. But that's how I look at it right now. Like you know, losing him is going to affect. It may affect fan engagement. You know how special he was to the fans, player engagement, and you know newcomer engagement, like bringing new guys in.
0: Well, John, before moving on, I do want to say since you talked about the newcomers who can be coming to this team. Whoever it is, I just hope that the Texans use this extra money to boost up their defense because they really need it, especially more so their secondary. I do not want to see a situation where we have to play the majority of the 2021 season with Phillip Gaines and Keon Crossing (laughs) as our cornerbacks. There's a possibility that Bradley Roby could be on the move, Lonnie Johnson Jr. We don't know if he's going to come in as a cornerback or a safety. And besides, outside of Justin Reed, who do the Texans actually have? Who makes the secondary at least respectable? They they're going to have to do something with this defense. And I'm pretty sure the name of Lovey Smith might draw some interest from a couple free agents out there, but I'm hoping more so than anything that they can fix their defense. Now, on the offensive side of the ball, the only position I could think of that needs a upgrade more so than anything is maybe the running back position because the Texans in 2021, they need to find a run game, more so than anything. And we're going to get into the Texans in their running game a little bit later on in the week. Cause I'm pretty sure Tuesday we'll still be talking about the JJ Watt release, but more so on Wednesday, we're going to get back to our position breakdowns and we're going to talk about what are the possibilities that the Texans can go from here to upgrade their running back position. 17 and a half million. They got to use it for something.
1: Guess what I got in the mail, guys? New Build Bar package. New Build Bar heat. Amazing new flavors. Caramel brownie, lemon almond cheesecake, cookies and cream. 12 original flavors that we all love. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. And they're great for the health conscious guy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The bars are low-calorie, Low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. Great for a keto diet. I mean, amazing for a keto diet, trust me. Right now you get a free cooler with your purchase while supplies last. So go to billboard.com and use promo code locked on and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code locked on for your 20% off at billboard.com. Join the draft networks Trevor Sakima and Ben Salak every weekday on Locked On NFL Draft. Every Monday through Friday, Trevor and Ben break down everything you need to know about the NFL draft, upcoming prospects, and more through the draft scouting lens. With mock drafts every Monday, get an early look at which top prospects may be available for your team over at Locked On NFL Draft. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You know, I think it's important to talk about the significance of J.J. Watt, the athlete, the man, charitable guy that he was. I mean... For some kids, man, J.J. Watt was like a a superhero for them, the humanitarian of of J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt is a five-time pro bowler, a five-time all-pro, three-time defensive player of the year, Uh, the 2010 all-decade team. You know, top five, top eight defensive end of all time. And I remember when he was drafted, people booed. And then you had his playoff game. And then you had moments of watching him play football where you were thinking to yourself this guy's just unstoppable and then there's a hurricane and then he helps raise north of 35 million dollars and then he was around for the bad times and then he's around for the good times and then he's around for the bad times he's around when Dwayne Brown wants to go now and Andre Johnson's gone and Jadavion Clowney's gone DeAndre Hopkins going now. Deshaun Watson wants to be gone. He was around with Matt Schaub and Arian Foster and Andre Johnson on Daniels, and them boys was giving the league a lot of problems in a very good three year stretch. This is around for all of that, you know. And I, and I think I'm not upset, honestly, that he was released. You 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 kind of do want to give a guy like that the opportunity to at least win one. I think it was a bad business decision. I'm going to stand by that. You definitely got to get things back with Joe Watt, but they did what was fair by him. And so I do I do hope that he picks a championship-contending team, listeners, and I hope he has an opportunity to really kind of cement his name and legacy. And it's already cemented by getting him a championship, a Lombardi Trophy.
0: There's nothing more that needs to be said about J.J. Watt. You, you know, a lot of people are throwing this out a lot. The greatest Texan of all time, and I will 100% agree with that. But at the end of the day, you're looking at one of the best athletes in Houston sports history. And, you know, John, what's funny, and I want to bring this up really quick. What is funny to me is the fact that when you go back to when he was drafted in, what, 2011? And he was booed. Nobody. And I mean, nobody could have ever imagined 10 years from now, we would be sitting here talking about one of the greatest defensive ends of all times. He did a lot of great things on the field, but of course, it was all the stuff that he did off the field that made J.J. Watt even more of a legend. And really quick, I just want to share my favorite moment. For anybody to understand what J.J. Watt meant for this organization, what J.J. Watt meant for this city, all you have to do is go back and take a look at the 2019 wild card game. And the Texans were down to the Buffalo Bills, 13 to zero, midway through the third quarter. And Watt picked up a huge sack on third down. And that sack ignited everyone inside of NRG Stadium. It ignited the team because the team ended up going on a 22 to six run that resulted in a win. And not only that, this man literally came back from a torn pectoral muscle that was supposed to rule him out for the rest of the season. And he came back for the playoffs. That's my favorite J.J. Watt moment. And and like I say, if anybody wants to know what this man meant for this city, for this team, just go back and take a look at that moment.
1: You know, for me, it was a playoff game. It was when he caught that interception against the Bengals. That was one of those moments where it was like, wow, we we really got this guy in the ten pick. Like he, I don't think he, I think he has it he, he should have been gone a little bit earlier. How did Houston end up with him? We owe an apology from that booing. This guy is he's, he, he is. You realize that that game was won with T.J. Yates as the quarterback against a very good Bengals team. So that 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 was the type of player J.J. Watt was, and you're right. I think that moment electrified that team to win that game, just like last year in the playoffs against the Buffalo Bills. I'm John. i sports guy Hickman. Let's start our week off right. You know what I mean. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter at LockedOnTexans and like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast on all of the major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, along with Spotify. And, you know, let me say this. Texan fans and listeners, this is a safe place. Understand that there, there's probably more to come. That, uh, that's going to be very frustrating. So we're going to be here along with you for the entire ride. I tell you that.
0: As always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at CodyDavis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.